Welcome to the PSI Monthly Podcast. My name is Kat. I will be your host. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the podcast. PSI has been offering personal growth seminars around the world for over 48 years. And each month on these trainings, we explore tools and techniques from the PSI Basic Course as a free resource for you in your ongoing personal growth and self-improvement. For those of you who are new to PSI Seminars and would like to find out more about our basic course, you can go to psiseminars.com. Today, we are talking about reinventing yourself. We have an incredible speaker with us, our very own director of training, Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been in the personal growth industry for over 30 years. And in addition to the PSI basic seminar, she also facilitates the uh, life success course that we offer and the women's leadership seminar. So welcome, Kathy. Well, thank you very much, Kat. So I just thought it was kind of an interesting uh, topic to do tonight, Kat, you know, like as reinventing ourselves. And so I've really been thinking about it. I did a little video tonight. I'm not sure if it really got up on Facebook in time, but I um, was attempting to have my camera show all the different bedrooms with all these different clothes and different uh, suitcases because I'm getting ready to go to Canada tomorrow morning for three weeks. And, you know, you got to be prepared. Do you know what I'm saying? And so uh, it was just funny. But I have been really thinking about this whole concept about reinventing ourselves. And I started thinking of everything that we teach in the basic. And, you know, for those people that are not basic graduates yet, I hope that you actually, as a result of listening to what we're talking about tonight, explore what you could learn what you could discover uh, as a result of taking those three days off and in beginning that journey. But in just really uh, thinking about, I think it's a reinvention. It's a, such an appropriate and relevant conversation to have right now, especially as here we are, you know, regardless of what you think is happening in the world, there's a fact, you know, like, so, you know, we've been in a pandemic for the last 18 years around our 18 months around the country, around the country, but around the world. And people have had to reinvent themselves, reinvent themselves of how they deliver their business, um, how they interact with people, how kids are going to school, uh, how we do, you know, how just how we do a lot of things, you know, like going out to dinner, you know, like it was getting very normal for a minute there. And now it's like not getting so normal anymore, you know, like, oh, wow, we can actually go to the restaurant and we don't have to wear a mask. And this is so awesome. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, put the brakes on. So <clears throat> lots of, of circumstances per se have forced us to reinvent ourselves. I feel like it used to be that the people who really thought about reinvention were people in transition. Like you get out of college and then figure out what you could do. You retire, then you figure out what you do. You get married or divorced and you reinvent. Uh, this last year has caused everybody in every area to reinvent in one way or another. Oh yeah. Cause I, I mean, even thinking about uh, for some people spending that much time with their family 24 seven, that it was like, wow, I have to recreate how our family runs right now. And the time that I get to spend with everybody in my family. And it's just so, so interesting to me of how uh, 
do we reinvent because the circumstances force us or are we reinventing because something is driving us to reinvent? So I really was exploring in, in my mind and just thinking about all that because over the last 18 months, we've had to, we've had to reinvent ourselves. And, but then sometimes like in our businesses, let's forget about the pandemic. Let's forget about what's happened in the last 18 months is that to deliver our message as powerful as we can deliver it or deliver our product. You know, if you look at, I mean, I remember when I was getting DVDs in the mail, right? Well, you don't get those anymore. <laughs> that whole, how they Netflix was delivering things. They like, if I'm going to keep my business relevant, I've got to look at, you know, the incoming trends and what people are going to be attracted to. Like I'm always going to keep ahead of the game, so to speak so that I can be relevant. As I was thinking, I looked up in the dictionary about what is the def definition of reinvent? Change something so much that it appears to be something new. So let's just think about this. Appears to be something new. So does that mean that people are looking at reinvention? I'm gonna change the outside. So it appears it's new, but really, it's not. So let's delve into that one for a moment. Because what we teach in our classes, and I clearly did not get this before I started doing any of this work, is because I always thought that everything was from the outside in. I did not understand that it was from the inside out. And so I want everybody that's listening tonight to start to ask yourself, wow, when I start to shift me, when I start to reinvent me or repackage myself, am I just repackaging the same product called me? It's kind of like, you know, for those of you that, and I was there once in my life for sure, is like, you know, uh, get rid of this relationship, get another one. But how come it always ended up the same? Well, because I was the common denominator. So I'd like to take this evening to look at it at a much deeper level is yes, we can reinvent ourselves on the outside, but the truth is, is what's inside is always going to come out, especially when we're underneath the gun, you know, like when we're underneath pressure, when we got to produce, when something's got to happen. And so if we're not willing to go, okay, let's, let's step back for a moment and let me re-examine like the inside of me. Like, do I really need to reinvent my core values? I don't think so. Not if they're in alignment with what you're committed to. Might you have to, yes, on the outside, present yourself differently. But if you're truly in alignment with yourself, what was old is gonna become new. And that has historically happened. What was like not so cool before is all of a sudden cool. So start to ask yourself, okay, so what does reinvent mean? Like, how do we reinvent in our businesses? Okay, we definitely have to reinvent how, what, how we're presenting our product. The product's not changing because it's a great product. Although we might make some adjustments in it so that it becomes more current, so it's more relevant in who the audience is today. So I was thinking about how 
how we lead as leaders, especially in our business. So as a CEO in the 19, let's even say the 1980s or 1990s, you could treat people very differently than how you can treat them today. Hence, who resigned from political office today, right? I mean, so like some of the stuff he probably pulled, he could have he gotten away with it in the 50s or 60s. He could have, but today, nope, no more. You will not treat me like that. So looking at, okay, so there's certain things that have to adjust because of the times. And if I keep getting stuck in, I'm not going to reinvent myself. I'm not going to shift me. Then you're, you're lost with what's happening today. Now, if I take it, does that make sense? Yeah. And I like what you mentioned about from the outside in and from the inside out. Right. And I think especially over this last year, living through a pandemic, we've all been faced with our mortality. And so that is definitely one of those pieces that can trigger this, oh, am I living in alignment with my values? What do I really want out of my life? So like there is this core internal thing that even though we may be born with these, this core amazing essence, we pick up values and some of those might not actually be our true values. Yes. Right. So, so I I get what you're saying about, do we need to change those values? Not necessarily though. Sometimes we find out, well, maybe the values I've been living by aren't really my values. Right. Because what's, because they're old, they're not current in what I really believe in or what I really stand in today. So I think that's really important. And sometimes I think that as human beings, we're thrown into, well, I got, I got to change. I got to get with this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to like everybody else is doing this, but you got to, I'm going to say, just stop for a minute. So maybe there's parts of you that are super, super incredible, but because it's different than everybody else, you've diminished it. So are you resisting all that you really have been given? Because the truth is all of us, and I think that in the basic seminar, you discover this. I think that definitely at the life success course is that you have been given so much and you have so much to contribute that however you deliver it, because you are coming from a place of certainty and love and commitment and contribution, you can't go wrong. Can't like that's that certainty. And I think that when we're looking at at relevance and reinventing ourselves, we have got to take a step back and go, am I coming from certainty of who I am, what I stand for? Or am I shifting everything because that's what everybody else is doing? So I'm measuring myself to what's out here versus I'm reinventing. And quite possibly, maybe how you're reinventing yourself is you're actually showing up as certain and you haven't been. That's a reinvention. Because I believe that as a result of, especially size seven and LS, is that as a result, you definitely are standing in who you are and your contribution. Because when we're solid about what we have to contribute and we're willing to let others contribute to us, What's there to reinvent? 
because you're being authentic. So if I'm being authentic and I'm committed to something turning out, whatever that happens to be, whether that's my business, whether that's my marriage, whether that's my health, like I'm operating from that certainty and that conviction and my commitment, I'm going to shift how I'm showing up because I'm committed to coming out here and having it work out here. So that would be some of the things that I would really invite everyone to start to ask yourself is that how are you defining yourself? Really? How are you defining yourself? Are you defining yourself with what you have? How other people see you? And yes, I believe 100% that other people's feedback is incredibly valuable. But are you waiting for that feedback for you to take action? Or for validation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you valid- talk about, yeah, very good. You talk about that piece of uh, knowing your value of your contribution. So like when you know that you have something of value to contribute, you don't hold back, right? When you question that value and you are looking for that validation outside of you, then there's this editing and this holding back that happens because you're waiting for that validation outside to have permission to, mm-hmm. to be, you know, to put yourself out there. Yeah. Well, just as you said that something came to mind, I was thinking about how, so if like, if things are, and things are changing all the time, the world is changing all the time. Right. But as human beings hate to tell you people, people don't change. We transform. So where, where possibly are you in resistance or hanging on to what is that is stopping you from allowing yourself to create? Because I know that you've all heard this, uh, most of you, is when uh, what is becomes more important than what isn't, the game's over. So when I'm attached to what is, like this is the way I do it, this is the way it's supposed to be, there's no possibility. Nothing can be created. So it doesn't mean that what is or what has been is wrong. It just means that we've got to like move to create bigger, different, like we get so attached to things, so attached to things. And the things that we get attached to, we start to define that's who we are. So that is a great lesson for people tonight to like sit back tonight and go, wow, where have I, where am I still attaching myself? Where am I still using these things to define who I am versus standing on me as a human being? That no matter what disaster is happening, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's this, what's happening in my marriage, whether it's this, whether it's that, I will get through it. I, and in fact, that journey of moving through it I will become a greater human being because I will be forced to bring out more of who I am to the party because I'll tap into parts of me that I didn't even know existed. There's reinvention. Like all of a sudden, wow, I didn't even know I had that much passion. I didn't even know I had that much compassion. Like that's the greatest news ever. So, so I love the fact that you, that we came up with this reinvention because it's like is it reinvention is it reignite is it reignite what's already there within me 
that I get to utilize now because everything was so damn comfortable before. And so, and I'm not even going to say complacent and maybe people were very complacent. I don't know. It's like we get into a routine and we get attached to that routine. And so routines are great. I mean, you know, I've definitely have been in a routine this week of waking up at 5 a.m. and um, working out with my trainer on Zoom. You know, I'm kind of thinking that's a really good routine for me. You know, that's like a healthy one. And uh, but sometimes we get in routines where we just go automatic. And so we're not really present. But in this whole process of shifting ourselves and how we're showing up in the world, and we'll just say that that's reinvention. I have to tap into parts of me I didn't even know were there. So start asking yourself, like, what parts of you have you not allowed to come to life? And where do you need to put yourself so that you're forced to bring it out? I mean, I do think that's one of the beauties that happens in our classes. Is, you know, again, especially in size seven, because, you know, like, I love that class, is that you're put in a situation that you have to pull it out of you. You have to. So it's like, you know, do or die, but it's not, you're not dying, but you know what I'm saying, is that you got to, you got to do it. Like, it's like, this is your moment. And so now you've proven to yourself that you have it in you. So how can you keep moving in that direction? Whether that is, okay, so you, let's say you look out into your relationships with people. And so for using reinvention as our word this evening is, as I look at each relationship, is it where I want it to be? And coming from responsible, then I have to look and go, okay, so how do I have to shift me? What parts of me have I not been willing to bring to the relationship? And now I, so I am reinventing how I show up. But that's, again, let's go back to what I said earlier is that, <clears throat> is that it's the inside out versus the outside in. And do I think the outside in is great? I mean, come on, uh, obviously, you know, like that's, you know, I'm into it, right? Is, but, it, but if I didn't have the inside, the outside would be, mean, would be, would, would be worth nothing is the truth. So I think it's really important that everybody does a little uh, self-inventory, like really self-inventory. Because I think that as, as, I don't know about anybody else here tonight, this evening, but I think that in the last 18 months, I more than anything have gotten much more uh, grounded in my contribution and uh, what really is important to me. And what I'm really not going to waste my time on. Like, if you want to, if you want to make something happen, great. If you don't want to make some something happen, great. But that's not what we're doing here. And that doesn't make anybody wrong. It's just like, hey, this is this is where we're going. And and I want to I want to be around people that do want to reinvent themselves. Versus here, I don't know about you, but this is the conversation I've heard so much in the last eighteen months. Well, this is how we always have done it. Well. And that's not how we're going to do it. 
Well, you were talking about being attached to things and what you have and so on. It, people get attached to their identities. You know, my identity as a mom, as a wife or a husband, or as a CEO or a worker or a teacher or whatever these roles are that we have in our lives. And our identity can get so tied up into that, that when that shifts, all of a sudden there's this disconnect that pushes yeah. that reinvention conversation forward. Yeah. And the yeah. truth is not only every morning do we get to reinvent ourselves, like we get every moment of every day as you are speaking with another person, as you're taking action, like every moment you have the opportunity to step into the person that you want to be. Like every moment is an opportunity. I think that's a really, really good point because it brings to mind um, two things is that I was thinking about Kelly Poulos. So Kelly Poulos is like the most extraordinary performance coach in the world. And uh, this woman is more relevant today than ever before. I mean, she's had, she, like, she's having people from South Africa call her to like create programs for us. Like she's going, how did I all of a sudden get so popular? I'm like, what are you kidding? You've always been popular. However, it's like who she is, is relevant. And she is, she's going to be at Journey this year. Uh, she's going to be speaking. She's going to have a whole day. Uh, but she's, who she is, is relevant. So it doesn't even matter what she's talking about because what she's talking about is relevant. And she stays current. So it doesn't matter if she's 76 and when she's 85, come on, she's going to be relevant. Because she, who she is, she's very clear of who she is and what she stands for and her contribution. And she's very clear, this might not be for you, which, you know, that is the great one. Because when people say, well, this might not be for you, everybody's like, what are you talking about? It might not be for me. <laughs> of course it's for me. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's what I always love, right? And then I was thinking about this woman that was in um, the life success course recently. And, you know, she's 73 years old and, you know, she battled, she had COVID, she's had cancer, you know, her, she's had these crazy marriages that people died. And I mean, the, we're talking the cutest love bug. I mean, we're talking just the greatest woman. And she's kind of like, you know, just kind of like figuring out like what's next because it's never over until it's over. That's the truth. Like that to me is the most inspiring is to be around somebody that's 73 years old, to be around somebody that's 78 years old using a walker and they're still like, hey, what do I, what if, I got some stuff to do here on the planet. Let's go. You know, like they're not thinking about, oh my God, I don't have that much time left. No, they're looking at like, I got this day. What am I contributing? So if that, if you could walk away with, okay, I'm going to reinvent myself that every day I'm going to walk, I'm going to wake up and say, and go, what do I have to contribute today? How will I live this day out in greater contribution to others and myself? And I guarantee you, you'll show up differently. How people will be attracted to you differently because people want to be around that energy. Like, oh, wow, what's happening over here? Oh, what's happening over here? Like that is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself and you can give to other people because you're tapping in to everything that you have been given. And that's the truth. I mean, Kat, you, we, we were put on this planet to have an extraordinary life. 
And if we spend our life being attached to it, to what is or what was or what can't be, and we're all caught up in the resistance, and now all of a sudden we find ourselves that our resistance is actually controlling us, like we're never going to get out of that web. Like you can have all the crazy stuff in your life, but if it doesn't have you, you can still be successful. You can still have an extraordinary relationship. You can still be happy. You can still have that crazy stuff. You could have this person knocking on your door, the IRS doing this, this doing this, this, you know, your business not doing so great. Like all that stuff could be happening, but it doesn't define who you are and the contribution that you will give yourself today. That's reinventing in regards to your contribution and how you show up. And if, you're, and if you allow yourself to let go of how it was and create, like, cause you know the hourglass? So what does the top of the hourglass represent? Top of the hourglass is the future and it's coming through. And you, everything, what is there coming through, everything happens in the now. And down here, it's the past. It's gone. There's nothing you can do about it. So you're creating what is coming from wherever you believe that is, let's say. So now it's how I'm showing up right now. Because if I want to create this, whatever this is, how am I being right now? Because that's going to determine what results out here. But if I keep thinking about the destination, I'm never going to be present in the now. Because it is how I am showing up in the now that will create everything for my future. I can't do anything about the past. And it's, I think it was very well said, uh, it is the, is the wise person that recognizes how to use the present. That's the truth. It's the wise person that knows how to use the present because that's where all the magic is. That's where all the magic is. So do we have any other questions? Do we have questions? We have a ton of questions. And uh, before we go into questions, I do want to take a moment for all of the people listening in who have not yet done our classes. And I, I do have to say, one of the things that I love about our classes, like what you were talking about, Kathy, is that at especially the advanced classes, when you go through these classes at the end of the course, you know that you know that you know you have something to contribute. Like there is no question. And if you want more tools to support you in your personal growth and living your best life, the basic course has extremely effective techniques that you can put into practice right away to achieve goals beyond what you previously thought possible. And for those results that you really want to create in your life, at the PSI Basic Seminar, you get to uncover your limiting beliefs and discover you know, what has really been holding you back from living the life of your dreams, whatever that dream is for you. And it's an experiential class. You will be immersed in powerful exercises and get to explore who you are, what you really want, and how to get where you want to go. So... If there's anything you want more, better, or different for yourself and your life, then you can go to psiseminars.com and get registered for the next PSI Basic. We hold 
classes in cities across the country, in the US and Canada, around the world as it's permitted. And uh, then, and also online, we have an online basic coming up in September. So find a location and date that works for you. Again, that's psiseminars.com. So awesome, Kat. So uh, anybody that is from San Francisco that's listening tonight, uh, get on it, people. I know I've been in New Mexico a lot and I've been out of town. However, we have a basic October 8th. So let's get going. Okay, I couldn't help myself, Kat. Had to put a little plug in there. Yeah, San Francisco basic October, online basic September. A lot of places we are having auditing in case, um, for those of you who haven't been to the class, you, once you've uh, attended the basic, you can audit the class for free whenever it's offered. So it's like free tune-ups for life. It's an incredible opportunity there. And so for graduates, it, we, we didn't have auditing for a while because of restrictions. It's starting to open up in some areas. And of course we practice all safety protocols everywhere. Uh, so let's see, for our first question from AW asking, it's one thing to create a new narrative about yourself for yourself. How do you create a new narrative for others about yourself? So you can, it's one thing to create a narrative about yourself for yourself. Like you have a different yeah. question, you know, a conversation with yourself about yourself. How do you create a new narrative for others about yourself? So I think what they're asking is, how do I get other people to see me in a new way? Uh, the only way that you can possibly have that happen is that you, you have to show up. I, I hate to say it, especially for those of you that, you know, you, you grow up in a town and, you know, you were a certain way, let's say, growing up as a, uh, in, as a teenager and then in college and and then you, they have kind of a picture of you, right? And then you come back and they still have a little bit of that picture. There's nothing you can do about that, but that's not who you are. So you have to stand solid in being that, being that person. Now, unfortunately, sometimes people are going to like attempt to like take you down a little bit. Oh, remember when? And that's where you just go. Yeah, I know. Thank God that's that. Thank God that, that too shall pass, right? Or that did pass, right? And I think it's really, really important that is that you stay solid and that most that you really treat the people that you want to have a different perspective of you or a different, they're looking at you differently. You've got to treat them with, with respect regardless of how they're looking at you. And that in itself will ultimately play out the way that you need it to play out. And when you shift your beingness, it shifts how people react and relate to you. I mean, it may not initially, like they may be in that old pattern of how they see you, but when they experience you differently and how you're being with them, it will start to shift that narrative. I mean, I'm sure you would agree on this, Kathy, in that Every time I see somebody come back from a leadership seminar, they are so much more grounded in who they are and what they stand for that it shifts all of the relationships in their life. Yeah. Because people experience them differently because they're ground, like there's the energetic shift that happens from being in alignment and being grounded. Oh, 100%. But I think that that shift 
your that alignment and that certainty within themselves and grounded within themselves. The truth is, is regardless if you're getting judgment from other people, it doesn't get on you. And that's what people start to notice. Yeah. So next up from AA, where do I start? Uh, I don't know what a reinvented me looks like. I just know that I can't, can't keep going as I am. I have all of these ideas and things I want to do uh, that don't seem to go together. So it's overwhelming. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we let the overwhelm in our life stop us from just doing anything. So the first thing is, uh, I hope this is a, is a basic graduate minimum. Is it a basic graduate, say seven graduate? Uh, yeah, they're a graduate. Okay. So go back to your tool chest. So you've got to start with, uh, do your relaxation cycle. Practice your screen of the mind. Start putting, okay, here's where I'm at and here's where I want to be. And then like you allow yourself to see that picture of here's how I want myself to be, my life. Like here's the frame, bright white light shining on this picture. And then you take it one step at a time. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time period. Like, the, like, otherwise you'll get so overwhelmed at how big it is that you just got to take one thing and be proud of yourself. Those small steps lead to big steps. Like you take five small steps in one week, you're going to look back and go, oh my God, those five steps got me here. And then all of a sudden it's going to be a leap. And then you got to take five more little steps. You see, so often we get ourselves caught up in immediate gratification. That's not how it works. You know, uh, we just did this class called Catalyst, you know, because we are definitely uh, looking for uh, instructors. And so there was an incredible group of people, 38 people that were in this program. We're going to do it again. And because it was just absolutely amazing, incredible. But one of the books that um, we had people read was The Man Who Planted Seeds. And it was all about every seed that you plant, translate this to your life. Every seed that you plant every single day, it grows. What seed are you planting today? Are you planting the seed of wealth? Are you... Uh, planting the seed of love? Are you planting the seed of contribution? You might not see it today. As you know, that, that gigantic building, that skyscraper didn't get built in one day. The Golden Gate Bridge didn't get built in, you know, a week. Like that's, you know, and yeah, sometimes we can have regrets and we can go, oh my God, I should have done this then. If I would have only started this then. Well, you didn't, so you started today. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen, the truth is, is this, the seed that you plant today, you might not see the growth of that, but you are leaving that for generations to come. Because at some point in our life, we start to realize it's not about just us. It's what we're leaving for the future. And so that's where 
it's like, it's so important to allow yourself to see that picture. And, you know, like, I don't, I don't see my, um, I'm, I don't want to live in a mansion. That's just not my gig. You know, I love to visit them. I want to visit my friends in the mansion. Uh, but I know exactly that, you know, like that house, that where I want to be, like that, where I want to end up, like, this is where we're like, okay, we're just going to play golf for the rest of our life. That's probably never going to happen because I'll just like want to do other things, right? Like I'll play golf, but I got to do this too, right? And just let yourself dream about it. Don't think about like, oh God, I got to do this. I got to do that. Okay, you'll land someplace. But the first place that you've got to land is that picture and one step at a time. Yeah, I think oftentimes people have, I think we all have in our heart a calling, right? We all have things that we're passionate about. And then what happens is we start to edit that based on what we think is possible, based oh. on how we think other people see us. And so with that dream gets smaller and smaller and smaller. That's good. And even though the dream gets smaller, we get more overwhelmed because it's not really the real dream. Yeah, that's really good. I like the way you said that is like we start to edit it down, so to speak, based on what we think is possible and this and this and this. That's really good. That's really good. And so the, we have a handful of questions. There's one in the chat here about um, how do I envision my ideal life? And we have a question here from EH. We want some help. And how do I uncover a vision when I don't have one? Like how do we, how, like any more um, uh, insight on how people can expand or really dive into like, what's my real passion, purpose, vision for me in my ideal life? So I think that sometimes the word vision definitely throws us like vision. Whoa, that's pretty big. So um, I like to always take it from this vantage point is let's just say, God forbid, that you actually are, you get to witness your funeral, your eulogy. So you've picked the person that you want to do it, read it. And now what is it that you want them to say about you? That's the first place to start. It's like, that's, that's the beginning of like, I don't want to, I don't want mine to be about money. I don't want mine to be about clothes or, or cars or that. I don't want it to be about that. I want it to be about compassion and care and commitment and going above and beyond for people, for my family, for my nieces for my husband, for my, you know, like Nicole and Natalie, like I want those qualities to be talked about versus the things. Like the things mean nothing if I don't have this. So that would be the first place to start. I think that that would be a really healthy place to start because you would better understand what really matters to you. And because once we really understand what, and we really stand on what really matters, to us, there's certain things that don't fit anymore because it's not necessary. Like it doesn't fit into my core values. It doesn't fit into what I, I stand for. It just doesn't fit. That's a great exercise. Uh, I think it's a really, really powerful when we just really start to examine those things about ourselves. Yeah. And and part of that too is as you give yourself time, 
like, don't just, you know, five minutes, like give yourself some time to really explore it. And then when you start to edit, like you got to shut that part off, like do free writing or just let your, give yourself permission to dream big without limitations. Yeah. We don't do that very often. No. And I'm not even sure if it's like, uh, I'm going to dream big. It's just like, let me just, let me find out what's really my moral compass, Mm. so to speak. Like what really is giving me like the freshness and the possibilities. And from that, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah. Universe of possibility. Yes. And you, and hey, you're not going to look at, if you don't see the value in who you are and what you stand for and what you have to contribute, you're not going to see that the all dreaming big and possibilities because there's always going to be an internal dialogue that says, can I really have this? So next up from WM, how do I overcome the need for security and fear of failure when I abandon the old me for the new me? Well, I guess the question I would um, ask you is why would you think that you would abandon like secure, like you're secure because you're who you are. So it's all, it's kind of like in the basic seminar when we use that example of like getting out of the box, right? We like, we want to expand, but we don't want to let go of what we have. Well, to get to second base, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta move to get to second base. So you gotta let go. It doesn't mean that it's going to be gone. It just means that you've expanded. So now you've expanded what is possible for you. So it's moving from a scarcity thought process to an abundance thought process. That's the conversation to start to have. Because start to ask yourself, where am I attached to something? And it truly is a scarcity. Like I'm holding on because I think there's not enough. Well, that leads perfectly into this next question from NN. How do you go from just surviving to thriving financially and romantically, et cetera? Surviving to thriving. Well, first of all, yeah, you got to have that mindset that you can, that it's possible. And to look at, okay, so what is my, what is this survival context getting me? Like that survival context is inhibiting you. It is like, that's a no, like you are doomed from that survival context, period. So you got to start to do some little internal work about like, what am I getting out of this survival context? Uh, Possibly you're using it as an excuse not to like show up big time and like take some risks and go for it. Like you're, it's holding you back, so to speak, right? And so- I would definitely say that you got to do some like inventory work and like abundant thinking is not something that just happens overnight. Again, if I'm going to go back to like planting the seed. So yes, I can have a wealth. You can have a wealth. I have wealth around me. Does that mean I'm worth $10 million? No. Does it mean that I will be and can be? Yes. But I have to believe that I'm looking out, that everything around me, I I am filled with a wealth and abundance around me so that it will come to me and and I can create it effortlessly. So it really is a thought process for sure. 
And so you got to bust up that thought process and you got to start to like take some, you know, like then there's some real tangible things to do on an everyday basis. It's like, okay, so where am I putting money away? Where am I investing money? Where am I building wealth? Wealth doesn't just happen. You've got to build it. So that definitely sounds like an exploration into thought process. I don't know if that's a size seven graduate or not. If it's your size, if it's a size seven graduate, I'm definitely going to refer you back to the path to liberty and at various chapters in the path to liberty, because that will definitely support you in what you're talking about. I think be, do, have comes into this conversation oh, too, if you want to touch on that. So, like, well, I, I kind of thought that our thread of this whole night was kind of like a, a thread of be, do, have, right? So most of the time, people think that if I have this, if I have wealth, then I'm going to be able to do this, and then I'm going to be happily in love. Well, it doesn't work like that. That's like, that's a model that is BS, it starts with how I'm being attracts and supports me in doing so that I have this. So who I'm being is not dependent on what I do and what I have. I have got to start with, so again, goes back to a thought process, a mindset. So you got to do some work and really like, wow, where have I skewed this thought process that I think when I have this, I'm going to be happy. Well, we know that's not true. Look at Hollywood. <laughs> you know, like it's crazy. I mean, there's so many different examples of people that, and, and having wealth and, and investments, I, oh God, it's the greatest security and gives us a lot that we get to contribute and do in our life for sure. However, it doesn't make us who we are. And if you lost everything in the last 18 months, I'm going to tell you right now that if you lost it, that means you had it. That means you have the guts and the willpower to make it again. This one, that one concept sounds so simple and like intellectually we go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. When you it's look not. at your results and what you want and you start really applying, be, do, have, it mm -hmm. is it's like one of those secret magic keys. Oh, you know, if there's any exactly. magic fairy dust, that one concept can transform so oh, much. 100%. Uh, so we have a question here from SH. I need to dust off my toolbox. What is your favorite daily or regular practice or tool to stay in the now and be clear on intention? I love that question because my entire life is driven by intention. Like when I, uh, I absolutely operate from commitment. So I know that when I'm, I'm committed to doing something, it's going to get done. Like that's just the way it goes. And so I love, um, I love set before I even start my day of just sitting and grounding myself and just doing a little mini relaxation cycle so that I turn off all the internal dialogue so that I'm present in me. And then like working out is the greatest thing that I could possibly do in the morning. I think it is so good for us. It gets all that, you know, you know, all the scientific words there, Kat. It's like, it gets us all our brain going and we start to think better. And then like, okay, what am I getting done today? Like, what's the end result I want today? So I use screen of the mind every single day. Like, boom, this is, this is where I want to be there by the end of the day. This is what I want. Like, here's when I'm going to end my day. 
And yes, I get side railed and this phone call comes and I got to get on this Zoom call and I got to do this. And yeah, okay. And I'm getting back on this because this is going to happen. But that, and I, I applaud you for, okay, I got to, I got to dust off my toolbox and get back in there because it is practices. And there's certain things that I think that we, if we start to do every single day, it supports us and keeping the dust off the toolbox because we actually start to see results. Because there is something different that happens when we're rigorous with ourselves and we're disciplined with ourselves. And that goes all the way to discipline in what you're saying to yourself about yourself, what you're letting inside your mind. I gotta tell you, uh, one of the greatest gifts that, it's happening at our new ranch uh, in Pecos, New Mexico, outside of Santa Fe, is that uh, there's no, there is nowhere to watch the news. There is nothing. And it is so great to clear your mind of all these outside, oh, crazy things that we're hearing. And to just like, okay, get centered back into, like, here's my contribution and here's my commitment of how I'm going to live this day out. And if everyone can really practice that from this day forward, I guarantee you that you will see a difference in your life and how you show up and how people will respond to you. That's reinvention of like, let me retool what's inside of me that I start putting that out into the world and taking actions on things that possibly I put on the back burner. Like it's time. It is time for us to get moving, people. So let's talk about those tools because uh, we've had a number of questions like, what's WLS? What is it? People who haven't done our classes and we've made a lot of references to our series of classes. So if you could take just a couple of minutes for those who haven't attended uh, to give an overview of the PSI Basic Seminar, Life Success Course, and the Leadership Seminars and um, the experiential nature of what we do that makes our training so effective. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a little blurb so that we have the basic seminar, uh, which is a three-day course that really introduces you to what's possible. And it is definitely for successful people that want to make something happen in their life. So the purpose of the basic is to take three days out of your life. Like, let me get off the fast track of life. And let me just spend some time with me about like, what am I really saying to myself? What have I allowed in my mind? What are those, uh, what really are the beliefs that thinking that's driving my results? So the greatest news ever, the one thing that we can absolutely 100% shift is our thought process. But we can't do that until we know what that thought process is. Because I'd say that 99% of the people that walk into the basic seminar You definitely have areas of your life that are like are kicking, like it's moving. And then those are the areas that are like, yeah, not so much. So how do I really get that balance? And so often people uncover like, wow, I didn't even know that belief about men or women or money or myself or my body or my like how I'm supposed to be in my career, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, was so ingrained. Like I have got to bust through that. That is hence why we have the life success course. So the life success course is all about, boom, breakthrough. Like 
opportunity, series of opportunity to operate from a new and or different beingness. So as we were talking about be, do, have, like we're going to work with that all those seven days. So moment by moment by moment, it is breakthrough and experience yourself pulling out from you parts of you that you have hidden and parts of you that are magical and possibly, you know, you had a breakup over here or this happened over here and, you know, we're good soldiers, you know, we get up and keep moving. And sometimes when we keep moving, a part of ourselves starts to mm, diminish. And so the life success course is all about, boom, let's light that fire that's within you. And now, boom, the life, the leadership seminars, all about taking leadership of you. So you've worked through all this stuff at the life success course. And now here I stand and the world will adjust. But I don't have to be a pushy, you know what, to have that happen. And how can I do this dance uh, with my masculine, my feminine, and really work as one with my wholeness? And that is where you definitely have an opportunity to get really clear about really your purpose and your vision. And how do I be a much more effective leader in my life? But that being an effective leader has got to start with me. And then we have a 90-day um, Pace Center's Leadership Dynamics, which is all about goal setting, putting everything into practice, and boom, making a huge difference on the planet, difference on the planet. And as I was talking about, Catalyst is such an incredible success uh, that we are going to start offering it to the general public because it is a really, really good skill, get skills, but anyone that works with the public, with people, with teams, and you want to get better at empowering and delivering the message to have people take action, that is definitely something you might want to look into because it is fabulous. As Kat, you know, you were there the whole time. It was phenomenal. And mm -hmm. I know we have a, quite a few people in the chat going, Catalyst, I want to do Catalyst. And yes, there, it, it's it's in the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Coming up. We're definitely putting it on the schedule. Yeah. But it all starts with the PSI basic seminar. Everything so, starts with the basic. Everything starts at the basic. So if you haven't been, uh, you can learn more at uh, psiseminars.com. You can see all the dates and locations available for registration. And don't wait. Don't hesitate to take that time for yourself to get on this path of transformation so that you can create the life that you really want. And for all the graduates that are on this call tonight, go enroll somebody in the basic seminar. Do not keep the greatest gift in the world secret. Like that's, a, you know, like, Give it away, like duplicate who you are and everything that you've created and give it to other people. Yeah, I mean, I can honestly say um, when somebody introduced me to the basic, it's one of the greatest gifts that I have received in my life. Yeah, sure. me too. Me, uh, hands down, hands down. So as we're wrapping up here, Kathy, are there any takeaways that you want to leave with uh, our listeners here about reinventing themselves? I think that uh, has been said a couple of different ways, but I, I'm going to repeat it is that I think that the first step is to, re to reacquaint yourself with everything that you have been given and let, let that shine back up. Let those things out in your life, all that you have been given time to contribute. 
And the worst thing that we could do to ourselves is doubt who we are and the contribution that we have. So when you wake up tomorrow morning, as I said earlier, I want you to wake up and go, how will I live this day out in greater contribution to myself and others? Like start looking at what's right about you versus what's wrong. And what is it that people need? What are the people around me? Whether that's in business, whether that's your relationship, whether that is how you're leading people, what do they really need? Not what I think they need. What is it they really need? And how do I have to shift me to deliver so that I can be better and most importantly, they can be better. So I'm raising them up, which ultimately guaranteed raises me up. So that's what I have. Awesome. And, you know, there's one piece, and I think you said it earlier that I think really stands out is that on this quest to reinvent, like when we get this thought that I need to be different, it may just be that you are already way more awesome and incredible and magical than you're giving yourself credit for. So agree. I really want to thank you, Kathy, for what you've brought in your teaching and sharing with us tonight. Uh, I think it's a very timely topic and I, there's just no better person to have on here tonight talking about this. Uh, so I think in all of our comments here, it seems like they're getting a lot out of it. And I really want to thank everyone for listening in and really taking this time for yourself to expand your awareness and uh, we hope that you enjoy the training and have some new tools to move you forward as you pursue your dreams and goals. And if you're getting value from our podcast, you know, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe so you automatically get new episodes each month and share it with anyone you think would would benefit from all of our trainings. Again, for those of you who are new to PSI seminars and would like to find out more about the PSI basic course, you can go to psiseminars.com and you'll find information about all the classes as well as the upcoming dates and locations that are opened for registration. So thank you, everyone. We appreciate you taking the time out to listen in and go out and create an extraordinary life. Thank you very much. You go, people. <laughs>